Hey everybody, welcome to Take the Black Live, Cheryl myself, Dan Selke of WinnersComing.net, and Cheryl Watson of Cultures.com. Talk about the latest in Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, Drown or Fiction, Cheryl, how are you I'm doing fine. How are you, Dan Selke? Pretty well. And of course, today we are talking about the latest Game of Thrones episode and previewing episode 803, still untitled, the barn-burning, um, spectacular Battle of Windfall episode. I'm not ready. But I'm, I have days to prepare myself, and I will make myself oh fine. I mean, I'm excited. I'm also, like, exhausted in advance. Right. It's going to be... It's going to be draining. It's going to be emotionally draining, and also very long. Hey, everybody who's watching us. Hey, Lisa, Renee, Lori, Leah, Adam, David, Karen, Cindy, Christian, and, of course, Julie. Good to have you all with us. So what we're going to do today is quickly kind of break down some highlights from the last episode, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms, which I think the fandom at large has agreed is pretty great. Um, it's gone over very, very well. Yeah. Which is wonderful because it was a slower pace, kind of character-driven thing, which we haven't had in a while. I thought we needed something like that. Yes. Just because, I, 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 honest to God, like, it, it made me remember why I liked the characters, which I think yeah. is important to, because when they start killing them off, mm-hmm. now I'm going to feel more than I would have. I mean, I, 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 I was already invested, don't get me wrong. But I thought it was a really smart move to kind of scale back and just slow things down and just sort of like say this long goodbye to yes. them. And um, just, again, we're, we're just remind, like re-up our investment. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a canny move. Yes. It also gave us like the greatest meme in Daenerys's face where she's doing that like <laughs> crinkled eye smile. Like that that's a top tier meme because... You have seen that face. We yeah, all yeah, know there's, that face. The, yeah, there's always memes every time, but yeah, I'll, it was, I'll it was a top tier meme. Okay, really quick though. Most of the episode, which I liked, was just sort of people hanging out. Yeah. But there were a couple of conflicts still brewing. I mean, there are, it's Game of Thrones, we right. gotta set up some stuff. Um, beyond just the White Walkers and Kill Everybody, because that was a big one, let's hit really quickly that um, Daenerys Sansa scene where they get together. Daenerys extends a bit of an olive branch to Sansa. They've been having some problems, some tensions, mm-hmm. and uh, she tries to hammer it out, just says, like, look, we got off on the wrong foot. This is misunderstood. Um, you know, w- we have things in common. We're both women in power. Uh, yeah. We both uh, like your brother a whole lot, um, which, you know, all true. <laughs> yeah. But they kind of took two steps forward and one step back, or even two steps back, because yeah. at the end of it... Sansa's still like, okay, great. We have things in common. That's nice. Um, do you want to give the North independence? Yeah. Like, Why not want to do that? And then, you know, th- this episode was full of people interrupting tense moments before they could really get hashed out. Daenerys took her hand off Sansa, so it's a no. Yeah. And then it's kind of where they left it. Right. Where is this going? How do these women resolve this conflict, or do they? I... I don't know if they can. So every week I do on Culturist this uh, costume analysis, and I focused on this scene between Daenerys and Sansa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. And I will, it is, thank you. Uh, I, I worked hard on it. Um, but to kind of give a briefer version of it, and then you can go read the whole thing if you like, these women are dressed very similarly. <laughs> but in also very conflicting ways. So it sounded materials like Sansa's wearing armor and Daenerys isn't. Sure. There's a lot going on in even that visual sense that tells it, us that these women are in discord. They are not matching up. They're not telling the same story. 
story or they're not on the same page. Right. Even as they have very similar hair shapes, even as they have the similar strong shoulders, all of that, they're still not quite synced up. And if visually speaking, the story that we're being told here is that they're not on the same page and they're going to continue to be not on the same page based on how Daenerys goes back to the big white fur coat at the end and Daenerys or, mm-hmm. or, and Sansa is still in the uh, the armor with her cloak on over it. So there's there's a whole lot of visual discord there that I don't think is going to be resolved. And if it is, I will be interested to see how they do it. To say the least. Visually or in terms of the... Uh, in terms of storytelling. Both. It, both. But more in term, terms of storytelling. Sure. Because right now we're just seeing conflict, conflict, right. conflict we are. on every level. Um, Lisa says that Danny hates how she can't control Sansa. Yes. Which is probably very true. Yes. By the way, Kathleen, what is the website? Culturist.com. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Culturist.com. Yes. Thank you. Um, C-U-L-T-U-R-E-S-S. Yes. All Culture right. with two S's on the end. Uh, um, do you think th- th- that there's a scenario where there's a compromise here? Like, could Daenerys be content with six kingdoms? No. No. Not as as she's being presented right now. We we have talked about this on Wick Club. We do. Uh, about how she's being portrayed in this very ruthless way right now. As opposed to this... Uh, you know, even as she's trying to show this very gentle face to Sansa, this very kind face, it turns on a dime. And so I think that, no, I don't think there's a compromise to be had just yet. What if... There's maybe there's one way to do it. What if John and Danny could marry, rule together, then the North is ruled by a Northerner, or at least half of a ruling couple. But that could have problems too because of the other conflict we see in this episode, which is also Daenerys' focus, and also with another member of the Stark family. Well, sort of the Stark family. Yeah, he's a, whole, a member of the Stark thing. family. It's complicated. Um, the other, and it's funny because this scene is actually very similar to the Sansa John scene in that it's interrupted by something before they really hash out the problem. Right. Um, this time by hordes of dead people, not, <laughs> not Maester Wolken walking in and being like, hey, someone's at the door. <laughs> it's My lady. Uh, yeah, no. So John tells, you know, the big one, John tells Danny, um, the secret. I'm Aegon Targaryen. Um, I'm your brother's son, Lyanna Stark, Rhaegar Targaryen. I'm your nephew. All these actually say that. No one just says we're aunt and nephew. It's weird. I'm waiting for that. Um, <laughs> And as is pointed out, Danny reacts badly because she's now has a rival for the Iron Throne. Her right. her go to is, you have a claim to the throne. That's what's that's what's threatening her. Right. That, that's what she sees as a problem here. Um, John doesn't say anything. Apparently, he's disturbed by the incest. I, frankly, actually, I'm, I'm wondering, people, did you get that? Because I watched that scene. According to the actors in an interview, they said Daenerys is upset because she's a rival for the throne. John's upset because he's you know, screwing his aunt. Um, two, two problems. Um, but I, I didn't really get John's perspective on it, but it doesn't really matter anyway because then the white workers come and they can't resolve it. Um, do you think... So, okay, there's clearly some unresolved issues. <laughs> that puts it mildly. And now, just, you know, as in, if, in true dramatic fashion, now they're fighting a horde of zombies. <laughs> well, do you think that tension will manifest itself in this giant battle, perhaps? I, I think it... Could it screw things up? Nothing is going to go right in this battle, and we all need to prepare for it now. 
Um, that is the simplest thing that I can say. But I, I think there is this this same kind of discord. And with John so new to dragon riding and so new to having dragons kind of be helpful, uh, yeah, I think it could mess things up. They like did they, show him riding a dragon they in the did. first episode. So they you did. figure that'll come into play somehow. Yes. I think it will. I think it's possible. What about this? What if um, he's not riding a dragon? He's fighting on the ground. Daenerys is riding overhead, and she has a big rock in Drogon's claw. And she's like, you know what? You know what I could do? Oh, my God. I could just. <laughs> that would be the worst. I would hate that. <laughs> really? Unironically would hate that. Maybe I just, uh, whoopsie. That would be the worst. The rival claim to the Iron Throne is gone. Why would you do this, Dan? Why would you do this? You think that would be funny? I mean, it would be funny, but it would kind of like ruin the last three episodes in terms of narrative tension. It would certainly change how we look at Daenerys. Uh, yeah. I I, I don't think, obviously, it'll go that far. Right. There's bigger things to worry about. But, you know, Lisa had that thought. (laughs) I wondered. Or maybe if she flies over Sansa's tower, what if I just kind of smacked it? Um, and I'm like, oops, the White Walkers did it. Uh, honestly, like, you know how uh, when Gendry and Arya get together, there's that scene later where Gendry is fast asleep and Arya is wide awake? Yeah, it's pretty good. What if the next time she just smothers him while he's sleeping? Why would she do that? Because it would be... Force of habit? Yeah! You know, she's done it before. She knows how to smother somebody. I'm sure she learned a bit about she, it in the she's got, she's got some smuggling or smothering experience. I mean, so I don't think that that's going to happen, obviously. No. But, but I do think it's possible that right. um, maybe there'll be some tension on the battlefield. And maybe they'll, like, I don't know, divide yeah. their army somehow where, when they shouldn't be. It's not yeah. a good idea to. Yeah. Um, it could be interesting if that's the reason they lose this. But by the way, I'm 100% assuming they lose this battle. Are you assuming that? Yes. Because we have another half season to go. Yes. <laughs> they can't win. They all really of a can't win. Um, they, they, can't, they can't win. Like, okay. It's not going to happen. Guys. And finally, so those were really the two big conflicts besides Jamie um, being kind of a judged, not guilty ish. Uh, at the beginning and just able to walk around and that was and that was resolved I, I like that a lot yeah um as I said at the top of the episode the, the thing I loved most about this episode was just the laid backness of it as I said we needed it I loved um I think we all loved the Jamie Knight's Brienne scene a great kind of payoff to her season's long character arc that whole scene where they were just drinking and talking like it was some kind of like like house party like a really chill <laughs> like uh like you're 2 a.m. drinking around on a cold <laughs> night with your buddies and just sort of singing songs and hey, what if I knighted you? That's crazy. I could do it. Um, I loved the vibe of it. I thought we needed it. I thought it was a good way to reconnect with the characters. Yes. And it has me scared anew before oh, for sure. the battle, which Matt, um, that was quite a last name, Matt. I'm just trying to say I like this. Matt Azimakapopoulos. No, uh, Matt Azimakopoulos. All right. You did it. Give us happy moments for everyone is killed, which I think is right. Yes. But again, we need that because they want us to, you know, ball our eyes out when these people die. So it's important to kind of have that laid back. By the way, it flies in the face of all those criticisms about Game of Thrones going too fast, which I think are kind of valid in some points, but not here. They definitely slowed things down. They definitely let it breathe. That's the shame I'm looking for. They let it breathe. And I thought it paid off very nicely. 
I just loved how more people kept showing up to Tyrion's little drinking alone party. With Tyrion and Jamie. Well, Tyrion and Jamie's drinking alone party. Like they they had all the invitations printed and then nobody came, but then people decided they they had nothing better else to do. So <laughs> so they they just kind of showed up and made it a party, question well, mark. The the, the, the... The way that they justified it was they were all they were all looking for warmth. I know, like which was kind of they did slip that in. It yeah. wasn't like they had a thing for it. It was, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, it was. It was. It was <laughs> we would like all these characters to talk to each other. It was a little flimsy, but I'll allow it. But it was there. How cold it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is awfully cold. You know, I also really like the way they um they misted Gendry and Arya's breath in their scenes together because it's so cold. Hello. Attention to details. What that is. <laughs> yeah. Great. And uh, Lisa loved all the humor in the episode. I did too. I thought Tyrion right. was funny, as funny as he's been in a long time here. Right. I loved him um, where Brienne tells Potty to have half a cup of wine, and Tyrion just fills it up with a brim, just like, here, just, just don't tell anybody. It's fine, kid. <laughs> that was great. It was more, but I also really liked him smiling despite himself, and it's like, maybe I'll die and become a zombie and go kill Cersei. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the kind of morbid humor that we need in this kind of episode. That's, that's some good Game of Thrones humor for you. Yeah, yeah, they're confronting their mortality in a semi-healthy way. Um, semi-healthy. And of course, Tormund was yeah. a, uh, a laughing shame, as always. <laughs> He's good on me, too. Tormund's awkward story about why he has the name Giant Spain. hell, man? I've ha- Look, there is one guy like that at Every party. That's true. Every party needs a torment. Every party needs a torment. My fave bit was when he, um, when the Ninth Watchman came back to Castle Black and he just burst at, like out of frame left and just bear hugged John out of nowhere. I that was know. Pretty funny. Because torment is that guy. He <laughs> is that guy that does those things, and it's great. And I love Christopher Hivju for doing all of that. He's very good. All right, but now let's move on to episode 803. No idea what it's called. They're not going to tell us. That's just the way they're rolling nowadays. Question mark. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be uh, death defying. Why don't we play the trailer and see what we're in for? Roll it. No, we're not going to do that. Okay, cool. Just, um, just, just a second. second. Thanks so much for watching, people. Yeah. We watched the trailer for episode 803. We can do it, right? We can do it. We have the technology. We uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> the most heroic thing we can do now is look the truth in the face. The Night King is coming. The dead are already here. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, obviously, pretty intense. The most intriguing thing about it to me, I mean, the, they're not going to give away anything huge, clearly. Well, no. Um, the most intriguing about it to me is uh, the inside shots. We got like Tor- no, we got the Hound and Barrack prowling the halls. Mm-hmm. Um, with their swords out, <coughs> which is giving rise to this whole theory that the Night King is going to, or someone is going to, raise the dead Starks from the crypt, because I think it's pretty clear that they get inside Winterfell somehow. Yes. Um, I don't know quite how it's going to happen. My guess is uh, 
Stark dead, raised in the crypts, because they keep saying the, how, how safe the crypts are. And look, we've watched TV before, okay? We know that means they're not safe. So it'll be unfortunate, it'll be spooky, but it's probably going to happen. Yeah. And it could be... Would that be a cheat if it happens? No. No? Probably not. I mean, you have to ask, like, why no one thought of it. Um, I mean, I feel like they thought that, perhaps they think that the Night King or whoever has to be able to at least see some of the corpses sure. that he's raising. That's true. Vague rules are a writer's best friend. That's right. <laughs> About um, how does resurrection work? How does Melisandre's powers work? It's really just, don't define it. Then you can't break the rules. Exactly. Um, and you know, what exact like how um how decomposed a corpse can you raise <laughs> that was the other right. question that's kind of going around um but i th- i don't think it would be a cheat especially because now that everybody's theorizing about it mm-hmm. i think it will do a lot to give this oncoming sense of dread even as we're watching this very intense battle scene there's this creeping dread that something else is going to happen. Something else is going to happen. Something else is going to happen. Sure. Kind of, kind of the same way that they did with Blackwater with all the interior shots. You know, Which with, is great. That with, episode's still so good about exactly. balancing the outside and the inside. Exactly. And, you know, with Miguel Sapochnik doing this, I think he will have a great time. Like, he seems to have had a very interesting time creating this episode. He's kind of talked before about the... <laughs> Emphasis between how how do I keep this interesting? So what are you what are you laughing at over there? Uh, that Julie says, um, "Why doesn't Bran just cut off his arm? <laughs> you know, to stop the Night King from finding him is Mark narrative. Like maybe maybe Bran wants to keep the two limbs that still work. <laughs> That's right. He's messed with the one limb. Yeah. I mean, those kind of questions are are the kind of thing that you would just. Like, you, you, you can always ask them and just, uh, and again, but vague rules. Vague rules. Just keep the rules vague. Like, he, mm-hmm. he, he touched Brand there. He just touched forever now. Yeah. That's just the way it works. Or you does know. it? You don't know. Nobody knows. Exactly. You know, it might be, it might be like the zombie bite rule where you <laughs> cop, where you cut, like, the limb off that gets bitten. But if you do it quickly enough, the bite doesn't spread. But, you know, this is it's been a while since Bran got marked. So that doesn't work anymore. He's infected. Is that Walking Dead rules or George Romero rules or all zombie rules? It's more Walking Dead rules. Okay, gotcha. Um, but it's it's appeared in other forms of zombie fiction as well. Yeah, just um, aspiring writers out there, vague rules are your best friends. Pretty much. When you're doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, we have some photos from the episode we, we can do. take a look at. We got uh, John and Danny here overlooking the battlefield on the bluffs. Why are they up there, Cheryl? Why are they up there? Because they're going to put John on Dragon back, too. Oh, quite possible. That, that, was, that was the theory that I put forward on, on Culturist. But I like this shot because it's very well-composed. Painterly. Yeah. Um, very stark. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can see how well-lit. Winterfell is and the defenders are which is kind of a good thing and a bad thing at the same time because A you can see what you're doing but B then you can see what's coming for you which is not pleasant because it's hordes of the dead I mean, who even knows if they can see it all um yeah we sure won't <laughs> again the so rules dark. vague I, oh, I'm actually kind of worried about that I know like Game of Thrones is a dark show like god knows why they can afford all the lights in the world if they want to yeah um but they keep it natural which, I mean, you know, good for you. I'm sure it's really 
um, pleasing your cinema verite dog 95 um, principles. But I mean, sometimes that show is dark. Yeah. And a battle at night and the trailer looks very dark. I hope they don't lose the action in it. Now, they're very, very good. They're at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure they have a method to their madness. I just, mm-hmm. um, I, I hope I don't have to strain my eyes the entire time. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, my nearsighted, my, I'm nearsighted enough. I don't need more <laughs> problems just because I like watching Game of Thrones. Show. Come yeah, on, guys. It's a very nice image. It is. Um, and I think you're probably right. They're probably out there to uh, I mean, mount a dragon attack. They must get right. there by the dragons because if the zombies are out there, they can't like walk through their army. Right. They got a flat or I wonder how they're going to deal with the, the, see. There's another example of don't, def, don't give yourself rules how they're going to, because they won't, no one's mentioned like, what do we do about the night King's uh, javelin throwing powers? Um, why'd you have him do that dudes? Now, now you have to work around that problem. <laughs> Maybe if two of them are flying, then we can, <laughs> yeah, both, we can split up. Yeah. Then, and if there's a second rider, we can get away from it. See, I wish I didn't think about that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. again, that, that's why I encourage all storytellers, just keep it vague. Don't yeah. tell me this stuff. Then I can't call out if they don't want to. Right. Okay. Uh, another photo. We got Sansa and Arya on the battlements. They haven't had a scene together yet this season. So that'll be nice. Yeah. You know, we assume they're both on the same side with each other. They're kind of in the, the Danny conflict mm-hmm. space. Um, you know, this puts it into perspective. But do you think either of them will die? If this show kills Sansa, I'm going to be very upset. Um, the show kills Arya, I'd be very upset. Uh, yeah, like... We have a lot of emotional investment in these two people. We do have a lot of emotional investment in these characters. I think that it would be powerful. She looks pretty scared, by the way. Wouldn't you be scared if it was a freaking army of the dead coming for your ancestral home, Dan Selke? Yeah, but I bet Arya has this face on. I don't know about that. <laughs> She um, always does. She looks terrified. We saw that in the trailer. Again. We did, but that's when she's underground. Well, yeah, but you know she's capable of being afraid. She so. is, yes. Um, yeah, no, they they look pretty scared. Um, there's Whoa. another photo of them where, or of Sansa specifically, where she's by herself in the crypt. Right. So we know she goes back down there at least. So she's yeah, that makes sense. In yeah. less danger, maybe. Um, they're safe. Yeah, they're safe. But what are you ooing and eyeing at over there? <laughs> um, uh, Roseanne Jones. Uh, did Gilly or Daenerys look pregnant? Will Arya become pregnant? Um, I don't know. They won't go that. Will they? They wouldn't, would they? After one night with Gendry, she gets pregnant. I mean, <laughs> it only takes once. I suppose. Um, I don't know. You never know. I don't want everybody to come pregnant in this last go. No, um, that'd be sad. Yeah, that'd be sad. Boy. Daenerys, maybe, because they've teased the whole I can't have children thing right. quite a bit. Right. So I, I can see that coming. Yeah. I don't see them going that way with Arya. I think this scene was very much about Arya's um, just having sex for the first time. Yeah. Um, it happens in teen comedies. Why can't it happen to her? She wants to know what it's like before the end of the world. Yeah. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Very good scene. Get it, girl. So I don't see it happening, but maybe. Yeah, you never know. Maybe um, Jamie's pregnant. That could happen. That'd be a twist. (laughs) (laughs) You don't... That's a fanfic trope. You know that, right? No. M-Preg? No, it's not. Yes, it is! M-Preg? Yeah! So that's male pregnancy? Yeah! That... That's a thing? Yes! Okay, I have questions for you later, but I'm not sure we can talk about it I think I just broke his brain, everybody. (laughs) 
So like, okay. No, nope, I'm sorry. Nope. Bring Quick. it back. Bring it back. No. Um, Quick sidebar, just okay. So an 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 Mpreg story would be like what? Like what's I don't it about? read them. I just Jamie know that they Jamie and Brienne said. have sex. Then Jamie what, Did, no pregnant. I don't know. I don't read them. I just know they exist. Okay. I have taste. If anybody out there knows about this, please comment about it. Um, <laughs> Christian asked, "Is he a seahorse?" Okay. Uh, yeah, that's the Mr. Seahorse is the name of the trope on TV tropes, actually. <laughs> What the hell? Okay, guys. Oh, the internet's so wonderful and weird. Oh, okay. oh, God. Okay. What's the next picture? Can we um, see the next picture? Okay, the next picture Let's is... move on. Tyrion and Varys in the crypts. Okay. That is definitely in the crypts. Yes. On the battlements. Sansa's on the battlements there, by the way. She's not in the crypts. Maybe she's, um, I don't know, moving beyond up and down or something. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the picture of her by herself. Oh, I know. But that one with Arya. Oh, yes. That's on the battlements. This one in the crypts, clearly. Yes. Tyrion and Varys hanging out. Um, Tyrion's taken his queen's advice going down yes. to be with the people because his brain's too valuable, according to her. Which, um, I like that too, by the way, because among fans, people were saying, like, Tyrion's messing up a lot lately. And um, whether it, it's just a lampshade moment where they acknowledge it or whether that's actually going somewhere, it was good to hear it talked about. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I see them staying down there, or at least Tyrion staying down there. Yeah. He'll try to come up. Although, really, it does make the most sense for him to stay down there. He's not mm-hmm. going to be... Then again, his one-handed brother apparently is on the front line, so maybe he does have a point. Yeah, well, his one-handed brother is at least a former Knight of the King's Guard, so... That's true. <laughs> there's, also, there's also a picture of him. I, I, there's another picture of Brienne and him uh, on the front lines, her yelling at him, looking like scared crapless. I know. Like, he's terrified. It's great. It's pretty great. So it's going to be intense. Okay, if you had to, I like Jorah backing him up, says Matt Azimakopoulos. Okay. Got it right two times in a row. Great. Um, if you had to name one character who was off limits for death. Okay. And one character who you think is going to, you know what, two characters each. Two characters who are off limits. Okay. And two characters who think could probably die. Okay. Um, name them. Ooh, tough question. Um... And... It goes for you too, folks. Name your people. I will mark Theon Greyjoy. For off limits or for death? For death. Okay. And I will mark Jorah Mormont for death. Fair. And Sansa and Arya are off, are off limits for okay. death. If Sansa and Arya die, I riot. On what if Twitter. one of them dies? Still rioting on Twitter. Okay, still so rioting on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All caps. All caps everywhere. Caps, caps, caps. According to Christian, Liv, Tyrion, and Arya. And it looks like Theon and Grey Worm for Demomic are dead. Okay. That's fair. John and Sansa off limits for Laura. Okay, we're getting lots of off limits. Dan and uh, John and Danny. Uh, Dan Turton. The Hound is off limits for Clayton Bowl. That's very true. I How's would say... How's more chicken eat, guys? For dead, I'm going to go with... Oh, I mean, I hate to say it, but yet Jorah seems like he's just uh, marched into something, something. You're you're the future of House Mormont. Yeah, you're dead. Buddy. Oh, he did say that. He, he did. <laughs> he's yeah, done for. He's dead. He's had a long life. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Uh, so probably Jorah. You know, he'll go doing what he loves, fighting for his queen. Yeah. Um, who else is probably going to die? He will die friend-zoned. I will say... I mean, Dolores Ed is too obvious. Um, Grey Worm, again, not something I want, because I like him, and I like him in Masande. Yeah. Uh, probably. Off Limits. Sam, I'm going to say, because frankly, especially the last episode in this one, too, 
The last two, I've liked Sam more than I have. Or, I mean, I always liked Sam because yeah. he's been, he's hit me in the feels. That crying scene in the first one. Oh my God. I felt for him. So do, Same. don't hurt Sam. And um, yeah, Sansa, I'll agree with Sansa. Don't, come on. She's been through enough. Don't, don't do it yet. She's been through enough, guys. Can we just, <laughs> can we just leave her be for once? And Julie is a live John Danny. Okay. Chad has a great question before we move on. Let's talk about Melisandre for a second. Where is she? She's going to be the slightly evil version of Gandalf. Oh, really? They're just going to ride over the hill with uh, the fiery hand army and um, help out? Yes. Yes, they do. I would be down for that. Okay, because, okay, because they keep referring to the Battle of Helm's Deep as their big reference point for how mm. to make this cool and interesting. That's what happens. Gandalf rides in. It also happens in the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. They don't want to repeat themselves. But it's still different. Like, maybe Melisandre shows up and she gets, like, completely clowned. <laughs> like, okay, maybe, maybe that's the twist. That's the twist. She Gandalf gets comes and just immediately gets, like, smacked in the face with a mallet and just goes down. Yeah. <laughs> just She gets jobbed. Like, it's done. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> That's all I got for you here. There's one fun rumor. Yes. That, again, this isn't, your, this isn't a rumor. This is um, a theory, fan theory. Okay. That what if she's like already among them, but just doesn't have her necklace on and just uh, has been here the whole time in disguise? I don't know how I feel about that. I'm just going to put it on and be like, I've been here the whole time, bitches. Fire magic. <laughs> Light these guys up. Because we know she's going to show up eventually. We know that she has had... Um, a character poster. We know she's uh, yes. in this season. Yes. I'm curious about her. Yes. Because, I mean, she's always been a bit of a wild card game change potential person. Yes. I mean, she can birth a shadow baby. She can make the snow. She can make it stop snowing. She has some power. She so has some skills. You, you want her on your side. Yes. I don't know when she's going to show up. <laughs> but, I, yes, I, I do want to see her. So I'm very curious. I'm still just trying not to lose it over. I've been here this whole time. Fire magic. Why not? It's fine. Because she can't make herself known because then Davos and John would execute her. Well, for yeah. Well, yeah. But I just... Seriously? <laughs> Why not? How... Okay, if you're that old, yeah. moving around is not very easy. She's managed it. Neither is moving... Okay, but if you, if you don't have your magic necklace on. Well, we don't know. Again, this is again the rule stuff. Once again, this is so important. That's true. We don't know if she's always older, just looks nice, or if that literally gives her like more mobility in her legs. Maybe she's old all the time, and it just she just looks nice, and she always has the mobility. Wow, I think you keep just... it vague. <laughs> Writing advice from your uh, Dan and me, um, but yes. Maybe I don't know. Sure, <laughs> works for me. I love uh, Tracy Molly McGarry. Is uh, perhaps Melisandre is a little girl that was wanting to fight, talking to Davos at the soup table. <laughs> That'd be great. She can have a glamour. She's like, I'm testing you, Davos. She made herself look, look like, like Shireen just to mess with them. Uh, that would be top tier. Yeah, that 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 that's my new favorite theory. That I'm, yep, I'm, into, I'm that. into it. And Amy thinks Melisandre needs redemption. Um. I don't know if there's any coming back from what she did, really, but no. um, she can at least go further along and die nobly. I would probably take that. She can rebalance the scales. A tad, yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Okay. Yes. So that's what we're going to talk about for episode 803, Battle of Winterfell, whatever it's being called. I have, my, I have my eye on ice and fire as an episode title. Mm. 
What do you think? I feel like they might save that for the season finale because it's the I'm, series finale. I'm almost positive the series finale will be A Dream of Spring. Oh, that's true. I think. That's true. They're running out of... And this will be, you know, dragons versus zombies, ice versus fire, cold versus heat. Yeah, you got a point there. You have me there. All right. That's, that's, what, that's my guess. If any of you have any guesses, let us know. I'd be yeah. curious to know your title. And finally, um, let's go beyond the wall for a second and a talk about... Moment. Just before, before we wrap up, uh, some other pop culture stuff, because this weekend is huge. I know. This weekend is maybe, I mean, the way they're setting the game episode up, this could be, and I almost don't want to say this, because I don't want my expectations to get too high. They're selling this as, like, the biggest Game of Thrones episode, the one they worked on the hardest, one they spent the most time on. It's like, if it doesn't knock our socks off, it'll kind of be a failure. Yes. Um, it's also Avengers Endgame is opening this weekend, which is the conclusion to a, what is it, 22 movie, 11 Inf- film. Um, Infinity uh, 11 Saga. Years, sorry. The Infinity Saga. The Infinity Saga. Do you have any opinions on that? Are you going... Uh, are you seeing it? I am seeing it. Funnily, game. Yeah, I am actually seeing it on Sunday. So I will be sitting in a movie theater oh, for, th- for three hours. And then I will be coming to see Game of Thrones with you nice people. Oh, why would you do that to yourself? Because I love pain. <laughs> like, <laughs> apparently I love pain. Um, so, yes. And I will be on Take the Black React afterwards. It's going to be you and me. We're going to be crying. That was a busy day for you. Yep. But Avengers Endgame. So the reactions are very positive. It's true. So far. Uh, a lot of people are saying they had a very difficult job to do and they executed it well. I'm intrigued to see how they pull it off. Uh, I have read some <clears throat> spoilers, but I haven't. Don't, don't tell us. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just saying I've read them and I'm intrigued by where they're going with it so far. So okay. I, yeah, I have my tickets. I will be seeing it. Um, you know, if I show up on take the black react, like completely dressed in black, you guys will know why. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Are you seeing it, Dan? Yeah, it's Saturday. Oh, uh, you're spreading the paint out. Spreading the paint out, yeah. So <laughs> that, that, it's still quite the one-two punch. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, it's nice. I mean, like, I can't help but no Game of Thrones spoilers because I, I just have to. Just it's the job. I um, I, I don't know any Endgame spoilers. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone is going to come back, which is it's almost just disappointing. Like, you, you know, that they're as much. Um, as they've kind of changed the game, Marvel, in terms right. of killing off major characters. Right. At the end of the day, I think it is more beholden to the status quo than something like Game of Thrones, which kind of thrives on permanent change. Yes. And I don't see them letting all these very profitable superheroes um, stay turned into dust. So I see them coming back somehow or another. I like think that, I'm sure. Yeah. I think my favorite reaction to that was um, there's this video on Tumblr, of all places, yeah. where it's like, you know, it's three guys in, or three people in a Deadpool, Black Panther, and uh, Spider-Man costumes. And okay. they're like, you know, raise your hands if you have movies still planned. And they're all doing the cha-cha slide really well. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit because we all knew that Black Panther 2 was happening and Spider-Man Far From Home was happening. Um, so yeah, they, I mean, sure, they both, they killed Black Panther and Spider-Man both, but they're coming back. We know that already. I mean, like, you know, if it's done well and the emotions are real, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. I mean, I think... 
Um, I think it's, I hope it's going to be good because it's three hours long, guys. They must be really confident if they're yeah. like, yeah, we're going to make it through three hours of this. Yeah. Like, they, they, they must know it's good or yeah. be mad with power. <laughs> One of those two things. Why not both? <laughs> Why not both? But, right. but yes, so I, I will be here in pain for Take okay. Black React on Sunday. Oh, before we head out, people are asking about the Game of Thrones prequel news. Any, oh. any of that? Um, a little. Uh, there, there are sets going up, apparently. Yes. What's weird with that, and I want to talk about this in, like, in, like a, in a whole episode sometime, mm-hmm. is HBO has like a bunch of series on the horizon. It's got Watchmen. It's got Historic Materials. It's got um, Joss Whedon's The Never Show, which is also kind of getting up and running now. They, they cast somebody in the lead role. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got J.J. Abrams' thing. It's got... Um, other stuff. Uh, it's got the Game of Thrones prequel. It hasn't ordered the Game of Thrones prequel to series yet. Why is it not making these shows jump through hoops, but it's making the Game of Thrones prequel jump through a hoop, even though it's like the only sure thing it has? I will die on this hill. Or we, or we can leave that for another time. Okay, I will briefly die on the hill. Okay, briefly die on the hill. I will briefly die on the hill and say, because the Game of Thrones pilot was so bad, and because it's oh, not being run maybe. by Benioff and Weiss. Because it's Jane Goldman running it. Sure. I want to make sure everything is hunky-dory. <laughs> Whereas there's no risk in letting Joss Whedon run a show. Oh, there absolutely is risk in letting Joss Whedon run a oh, show. Yeah, They're sarcasm. just being... I, I know it was sarcasm. <laughs> but for those of us who are listening to our podcast... Which is available on iTunes um, <laughs> and uh, pod on iTunes. Yeah, available in many podcast places. Yes, the podcast is sold. Um, yeah, there there is definitely risk in it, but Joss Whedon is at least more of a proven proven person in terms he of is, yeah. making good TV. I mean, come back around, he made the first two Avengers movies. <sighs> yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> he, he's a he's a very I think it's a very interesting um, contradictory figure. Yes, we can talk about him some other time. We can. Uh, Corinne quotes you by the way, Cheryl. I will briefly die on this hill. <laughs> So good. That that, that that can be a thing for you now. Oh, great. Thanks, guys. Uh, Nicole thinks Westworld sucks. Not going to disagree with you too much. Christine says Joss Whedon is awesome. Christine, I grew up loving Joss Whedon stuff. I love, I, I'd love to do a deep dive on just where do we stand on that dude. Oh, it, it, yeah. I, I, yeah. I have mixed feelings about that dude. Okay. And I think we can sign off. Any other questions you guys have, get them up now. And we'll be back, we'll be back uh, this Sunday after the episode. Mm-hmm to do Take the Black React to see the newest Game of Thrones episode. We're going to talk all about it, break it all down. Cheryl, you'll be here this week. I'll Look be forward here. To that. And we'll be back next Wednesday at 4 p.m. to do Take the Black Live, our normal show. We'll talk, look forward to the next episode, but touch the other one, and uh, answer you guys' questions. It's an exciting time to be into this kind of crap. Yeah, it is. We are not ready. We are very ready, but we're not ready at the same time. All right. You can see us on iTunes uh, if you want to listen to this uh, in the car or at the gym. Mm -hmm. or elsewhere. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone.